welcome to the second episode of Saving Face, the podcast. I'm your host, Rosie Burnham. I almost forgot what a host is called. Can you tell I haven't done this very much? Um, today I'm going to drink some pina coladas and do some face masks with my good friend, Janae. Janae is from South Africa. She's super smart and witty and just an all-around fun person. So without further ado, here is Janae on Saving Face. Hi, so good to be here. So today we're going to talk about all kinds of things, um, just your experience living in Taiwan. So you've been here five years? Yeah, on and off. On and off. So we'll talk about your uh, favorite parts, your least favorite parts, and then maybe talk about gifts. Yeah. Is that the plan? Um, So some different cultural things that we've noticed being here, and we're just going to have some fun. So we're drinking pina coladas and going to do some face masks. So Janae, will you tell us about the face mask that you have picked out today? I've got the Glow Getter. It's a lemon sheet mask. It's illuminating. So I'm hoping to be very shiny by the time I I take it off. Wonderful. And I have a vitamin C sheet mask from the body shop. And it is enriched with vitamin C rich camu camu from the Amazonian rainforest in Peru. So it looks like my grumpy skin is going to feel hydrated, awakened, and healthier after 15 minutes. Let's hope. That sounds amazing. (laughs) So that's the plan. Um, Do you want to introduce yourself real quick before we go put those on? Sure. Um, Well, as you said, I'm Jeanette from South Africa. I've been living here on and off for about five years. I was here for two and a half years, and then I went back home to South Africa, tried to move back, that didn't work, and I came back, I've been back um, for going on, I think I'm in my third year now, third or fourth year now, so it'll be on and off more or less five years. And teaching the whole time? Teaching the whole time, in Tainan the whole time, I am very unusual um, as an expat here in the sense that my dad lives here, Um, so yeah, it's, yeah, Sometimes it comes up, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's fun. He is part of the reason why I came over here in the first place. But then I just came back because I just missed Taiwan very much. Yeah. Wow, very cool. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to get talking to you. So let's go yeah. ahead and put some face masks on, get our face nice and glowing, and then we'll come on back. Right, we are back and looking absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> so we were just talking about how it's a it's a humbling experience to do this podcast with sheet masks on our face because we look like serial killers a little bit. Um, we're not just you know <laughs> to make that clear. We're just girls, but usually when you do face ma- face masks, you're like on your own and. Yeah. Don't have to worry about what you look like. So, you know, we can really truly be ourselves in this moment and <laughs> be, be vulnerable because we don't look very pretty at all. No, not at all. It's, so, it's also a lot of fun trying to drink red wine. I mean, now we've got straws, but trying to drink red wine. Well, Even the sheep mask on makes you look very strange. Well, next time, drink your red wine out of a straw, and then you don't have to have that problem. That's a really good idea. I don't know if my liver is. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. I once accidentally drank beer through a straw, and I almost just immediately vomited it all up because I was like, 
it doesn't make it taste any different, but it's just so wrong. <laughs> it doesn't sound good at all. It's awful. Yeah. I thought it was something else, and it turned out to be beer. And it was not my fault. The waiter put the straw in the glass, mm. and I just wasn't thinking about it. And I was like, yeah, no. no I do straw. not recommend. Do Thank you. you. Pina oh, coladas no. out of a straw. That however. is good. That, that is good. very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, so we are back and hopefully sounding better. Um, as you can tell, this is our <laughs> our second episode because the whole beginning part we just recorded without the microphone plugged into the computer. <laughs> so um, you're welcome for that really high quality intro. And now we are we are back and still looking beautiful, still ready to talk about living in Taiwan. So from the top. <laughs> Janae, <laughs> you have been living here for five years, yeah. and there have been some cultural differences from your experience living in South Africa versus your experience living here. Is that correct? Very correct. <laughs> Definitely cultural differences. Uh, so do you feel like by now you've encountered most of them, or do you feel like you're still stumbling upon new things? I think I'm still stumbling upon new things, sometimes more shocking than others, yeah. and other times it's just like... Oh, well, it's been five years. What did you expect? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, one of those things that we had talked about earlier before we got the pina coladas out was um, giving gifts and the kind of cultural expectations surrounding gift giving, whether it's for like a birthday or Christmas or like a thank you gift or whatever. Um, so what have you noticed or what are some things that surprised you that or that are different about gift giving in Taiwan? So one thing I think that surprised me the most was I know about a, a couple of um, tab, uh, yeah culturally taboo gifts that you don't give anyone, like watches, mirrors, things like that, scissors, mm-hmm. you don't give anyone. Um, but what I didn't know is that if you do want to give someone a gift like that, if, you, if they give you money, then that tabooness is almost kind of goes by the wayside once you give money for it because mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't have to be a lot it just has to be like one NT or 10 NT or mm-hmm. just a very small amount but then it almost cancels out the um the badness of giving this this gift I just thought that was so funny because they're buying it now exactly right? but yeah it was also just so weird because why if you know this is culturally taboo <laughs> just don't give that person this gift. <laughs> you don't have to buy it. You don't have to make it awkward. Yeah, you don't have to say, hey, give me one and tea, and then this clock suddenly isn't going to be a bad omen for you. Exactly. <laughs> don't get them a clock. Um, exactly. But I guess like that, I'm glad there's that loophole because I feel like at some point I'm going to accidentally give someone a gift that's taboo. Yeah. And so it's nice to have like an out. <laughs> like, oh, oops, I messed up. Okay, just give me two and tea real quick and we'll, we'll call it even. Exactly. So yeah. I know like clocks are... Clocks and watches mm. are a bad one. Do you know why? I'm not sure why. I'm sure I can make up the reason <laughs> why, but I don't know how correct it would be. I feel like it has something to do with... Maybe it's just for birthdays. I feel like someone told me that it has something to do with like um, running out of time. Like, it, yeah. like you're timing the end of your life or something really morbid like that. I don't know how accurate that is, but I feel like that's what someone told me. And then... What are some other things you're not supposed to give as a gift? A mirror. A mirror. But I'm not sure why, and I have actually received a mirror from a parent. <gasps> but I think I have found like a lot of the cultural things um, don't necessarily apply 
to foreigners here because mm. I think the Taiwanese understand this is not your culture. Yeah. And this parent specifically who gave it to me, um, she's a very understanding woman and she is some they've traveled a lot. Um, so it, it was just her way of like, hey, we went to this cool country mm. and we went to Finland and we got this really cute little souvenir mirror for you. Mm. So here it is. But I know mirrors traditionally not given um, and shoes. Shoes. That was one you had mentioned earlier that yeah. I had no idea about. So what's the deal with shoes? I think if you're dating someone, and now I've actually just had a recovered memory of shoes and combs. Mm. If you're dating someone, you can't, and I might be wrong about both of them, but if you're dating someone, you can't give them shoes because, and this is what I heard, um, it, it's like you want them to walk out of your life. Oh. Um, and then the other one was combs, but now I can't remember why, and that I might also be completely incorrect about that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm like, did this really happen to me in Taiwan, or did yeah. I dream this, or did I see it in a movie when I was seven? <laughs> I think it could be, or did I just make this up because <laughs> weird things like this seem possible? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? Huh. All right, so do you have any experiences of like going awry with these kind of taboos around gift-giving, or any... Any instances where you like weren't sure what to do? Um, no, but I'm quite oblivious in general. So <laughs> I don't think if, if someone reacted really badly to me giving them a gift, I don't think I would have noticed. <laughs> um, but it, I think it more would have been along the lines of, of somebody would have maybe stopped me. But I can't actually think of where I've ever given someone a gift and been like, oh, <laughs> yeah. What I have done, which I don't know if it was appreciated, um, it was I brought some food that was from South Africa. I'd, I'd just come back on a trip and I brought some food somewhere and I think it was to a party or something and it wasn't really eaten and I think that's kind of seen as a bad thing. Mm. Whereas in South Africa, it's very much part of our culture to you bring food and you share your food with everybody mm-hmm. and everybody eats it um, and then you kind of take whatever is left over, other people take it home. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, I, I came with some food, and then it wasn't really eaten, and then I was sent home with the food. <laughs> so that was a bit weird, huh. but it was food I liked. Huh. So, so did you feel like it was, they were slighting you, or do you feel like they just I, were on to try it? or I felt like they were. it was a little bit of... A little bit of slight, but hmm. more along the lines of like, this is a strange food, I don't know, yeah. so I just don't want to try it. Yeah. So let me give it back to the person who actually who likes it. it yeah. yeah. So would you have felt less weird about it if they if they had taken it home instead of giving it back to you? Yeah, I would have, because that's that's what I'm used to mm-hmm. back home in South Africa. It's like everyone takes leftovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I would have been less weird, I think. Hmm. But I mean, you live and you learn. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so I, I was really surprised when I first moved here with how many people were trying to give me food. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> especially, and it took me a while to look it up, but I guess like fruit is a welcoming gift. Yeah. And so I don't know, you've probably had experiences like this where just like strangers on the street will hand you fruit and be like, welcome to Taiwan. Has that happened to you? That has happened to me. The um, one time... And looking back on it, I was so grateful, but at the time, I was just so mad. Well, not mad, I was just so kind of anxious about it. I was on my way to uh, get the high-speed rail, the HSR, to go to Taipei, because I was flying um, on vacation to Australia, and I was in a very, very big rush, because I already bought my HSR ticket. 
<laughs> Sorry, there's, there are fighter jets flying over my apartment right now. Are they Taiwanese? Are they Chinese? I don't know. Maybe it made it difficult to concentrate because I have in the back of my mind. Because of the panic. Can anybody one. even hear you? Well, I don't know. I think probably. Probably. But maybe back up a little bit. So okay. uh, HSR, high speed rail. High speed rail. I'm really, really late. And I climbed into the slowest taxi driver's car known to man. He was trying to speak to me in English, but his English was really bad. But he also wanted to be polite. So every time he would speak to me, he would look in the rearview mirror to try and speak to me in super broken English. Um, but every time he would look at me in the rearview mirror, he would slow down. <laughs> so we were driving at like 20 kilometers an hour to the HSR that I had like less than five minutes to get to. And nothing that I said in English or Chinese would make him speed up. And then he kept, because it was around Chinese New Year time, and that is a traditional holiday that people mm. usually give food. Mm. Food is usually given as a traditional gift, and that's a traditional um, kind of holiday that food is always given at. And he was just trying to give me as much food as possible, and he gave me so delicious, like a... Um, I don't know if you've seen them. I don't know what you call them. It's like a, like a almost like a flaky pastry, like mm. a bun that's got like savory filling inside. Oh, yeah. Um, he gave me two of those and he gave me fruit. And I'm like, I'm about to climb on an international <laughs> flight and I'm not entirely sure I'm allowed to take this stuff with me. And you can't say no because yeah. that's rude as well. Right. So I just kind of accepted it. And... I made the HSR in time wow. with like a minute to spare. Like I literally, the conductor was like waving Get me onto on. the onto the train. So I made it, and I was really happy about it because I had food. Oh yeah! So I was Snack great for the journey. Yeah, but wow. that is one of yeah very memorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember oh, when I first got here, I was like flabbergasted that like every time I would go to the market and get fresh fruit or fresh fresh veggies, they would try and give me more than what I mm. was buying, right? And so I had chalked it up to, at first, just being really bad at not being able to speak Chinese and not being able to tell them what I wanted. I'm like, no, I didn't ask for three cucumbers. I only wanted one, or I didn't ask for any tomatoes at all. Why are you giving me a dozen of them? <laughs> but then when I realized it was like a, a welcome gift, I'm like, oh, that's why it keeps happening. And then even when I had been here for like a year, I'd walk down the street sometimes. And like, I remember this one time, this old lady came like running up to me and she seemed like panicked. I thought that like something was wrong and she needed my help or something, but she had a bag full of passion fruits. And she was like, she was speaking to me. I think she was speaking to me in Taiwanese. Cause mm -hmm. at that point I had been studying Chinese for a while and I still didn't understand a single word of what she was saying. Um, and I, I didn't know what was going on, so I was kind of like backing away, like, what, <laughs> what's in this bag? What is this lady doing? Is she crazy or what? And then, like, a younger college student came up and was, like, translating for me, and she, he's like, oh, no, she's saying, like, welcome to Taiwan, and this is a gift for you, and she grows them in her backyard, and, and I was like, oh, that's so, so nice. <laughs> it's so, so sweet. sweet. Yeah. It's so sweet. Yeah, fruit is often given. I've gotten, and it's a bit tricky when you live on your own, but I... Once got for Moon Festival, I got a whole box of pomelos. Oh my gosh. And I just was like, I am one person. Yeah. These things are going to go bad. And I can't give them to any of my friends or my colleagues or my family that lives here because they all are teachers as well and they all get similar gifts right. around certain holidays. So then I just gave it to the security guard. Not all of them, like <laughs> a handful of them. Well, pomelos are a handful. Right. But 
three or four pomelos mm. I gave to him. And then the next time he saw me, he called me over and he gave me another bag of fruit, bag of bananas <laughs> that he had also grown in his backyard. Like, this is a like, I vicious cycle. I have so much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am one lady. I cannot exactly. possibly eat all of this fruit. <laughs> you try as you might. Even we do try. <laughs> I was telling you earlier my favorite favorite instance of this <laughs> it was I think it was also the first time this happened to me so I was just absolutely flummoxed I had no idea what to do so one of my favorite pastimes since moving to Taiwan still is has been from the beginning is just walking around and exploring the alleyways yeah. because the streets especially in Tainan are there there's no rhyme or reason to them and like you know, the streets and the buildings have just been added on as needed. And so there's not a whole lot of organization, which means it's really fun to walk around and explore and get lost and find new places. And um, actually, how I figured out my neighborhood when I first moved here is I would go get lost on purpose and then try and find my way back. And it was like a challenge for myself. Um, but this one time I was doing this, and I had only lived in the city for maybe a few days. And some of the alleyways, they get like progressively smaller. And one of them, I was walking down, and pretty soon at the end of it, I realized I was no longer outside. I was, like, in this man's living room. <laughs> and he's, like, an older man, maybe in his, like, 60s or 70s. And he's just sitting on a couch watching TV, and, like, one wall of the living room just opens onto the street because no one's really walking around out there. And, you know, it's Taiwan. It's super safe. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's nice to get a breeze, I guess. And, and then suddenly this random foreigner walks in, and I was like mortified, right? I'm like, oh my God, I just intruded on this man watching his, his soap operas or whatever. So I'm backing away. I'm like, sorry, sorry, sorry. And he gets up from the couch and like goes into another room in his house. And I'm like backing down the alleyway, like heart thumping, like, oh my God, what did I just do? And he comes chasing me down the alley. And for a second, I'm like, oh my God, he's going to attack me. Like, I'm going to get a gun. This is the American in me talking. I'm like, this is, the, this is the last day of my life. No, he had a bag of fruit and like some bread. And he's giving it to me. And he's like, welcome to Taiwan. And he's like, offer. I think he was offering to like show me around. And like, I, th I mean, I'm sure he thought I was lost or insane or both. or Which, you know, I was probably both of those things at that time. But I was like... That was when I was like, okay, yeah, I'm very far from home. We are not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if I had trespassed that much on someone else back home, it probably would have been the end of days. But instead I had, like, some new groceries and a friend. There you go. Are you still in contact with this man? No, I mm. never found that alley again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was really – I tried a couple times. I was like, you know, I should go back there and, like, thank him or, you know, do something besides just blubber and <laughs> – because, you know, when you first get here and you're in the just the thickets of culture oh, yeah. shock and you're like, ah, it takes all of every ounce of energy to just go to 7-Eleven, let alone, like, try and talk to others oh, yeah. in public, so. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Yeah. And, but, I mean, do you remember the fruit that you got? I, it was a, it was a medley. I think he went back and just, like, picked one of each thing. I know there was a mango in there. Mm -hmm. There was, like, an orange in there. I think some pomelos. I think some... I don't know, probably some lychee. I think it was lychee yeah, season. Yeah, must have been, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there was like half a loaf of bread, too. And there, too. I'm like, wow, I'm, <laughs> I don't know what I did to deserve this kindness. <laughs> but it turns out that's just Taiwan. Yeah. That's just how people are here. Pretty much. Um, and they just love, like, sometimes if I go to students' houses to teach there, they just love giving you food. Yeah. And that's just how they, they say thank you and how they kind of, uh, I don't know, communicate I guess mm -hmm. is it or share 
And as we were talking about sharing as well, but yeah, that's just how they share. Yeah. It's just food. Yeah. It's great. And it's great too because the food here rocks. It does. It's it like, is so I mean, good. we could talk for another hour about that, but my God, there's so much good food here. Next episode. <laughs> Next episode's the food episode. Yeah, oh, that would be a good one. We could have a whole one just for mangoes. Oh, mango season. I had never, because I grew up in Colorado, and you could get imported mangoes from the grocery yeah. store, but I had never, I would have never said that mangoes were one of my favorite fruits, or I would never even think about them much. And then, my God, I came here, and I had, like, a fresh mango at the height of mango season. Oh. I was like, I cannot leave this place. <laughs> this is glorious. These mangoes so are good. so good. It's so good. I'm trying to think of, has anyone ever given me mango? No, but what they have given me is mango cake. Oh. Like pineapple cake. But, but the mangoes. mango, yeah, that's good. That's during mango season too? Uh, no, not. I found like a lot of the preserved mango stuff, I get given those a couple of months after mango season. So I guess they use, I would imagine that they use the, the mangoes from mango season. Because there's so many dry fruits. Yeah. yeah. Dry them and then, because that's another thing that's delicious is mm -hmm. dried mango. Have you tried dried mango dipped in chocolate? No, I've seen it. There was one place, I can't remember the name of this little township in the mountains that we stopped in one time on the way to camping, but it was like famous for their mangoes and it was mango season. And so we stopped to get some dried mangoes and I almost got the chocolate covered ones, but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a purist and I just got the regular ones. But they, I remember they looked friggin' delicious. They are delicious. Had them. They, I have oh. had them. They are really good. Sounds so good. Yeah. Man, I was thinking yesterday about how like... It's kind of cliche, but about how they say that like you can like fall in love with a place, right? Yeah. And I was eating a mango yesterday, and I was like, I I already knew that I was in love with Taiwan, but I did not realize until recently how much it loves me back. Oh yeah, <laughs> like for sure. That's it, it's a full on love affair because it's not just like that you fall in love with the little quirks of the place that you're in, but especially Tainan, like and the people here. And the locals here, it's just like, you know, everybody's kind and everybody cares about you and they give you mangoes. And because the, the, the reason I was thinking about it is because the lady who sells mangoes at my local market, she is the sweetest. And she was like, because I teach private lessons and she's like taking my business card and telling me that she's going to get students for me. And she knows oh, lots of people. And she's, so I've met her maybe like three times because I haven't lived here in this area yeah. that long. But she's just like so sweet and has the best mangoes. And I'm like, God, this place. It loves me back too. <laughs> it really does, and it shows its love in mangoes. Yeah, really. Mangoes and f just fresh fruits and food in general. Truly, oh, oh, so good. We're gonna have to make next time because I have a, a recipe book for face masks, Ooh. and there's mango ones. I forgot about it until just this moment, but we should make Taiwan yes. mango face masks. That's such a cool idea. I it sounds really messy, but I think we can handle it. Well, I think yeah, we do that. Just all of the. Can you eat some of it? I mean, I wouldn't after it was on my face, mm. but... <laughs> Especially, no, no, you're right. Especially no other pollution that you get, yeah. But we can make a little extra and try it before. Yeah, there you go. But, yeah, we could, like... Because I know cinnamon's good for your face and stuff mm -hmm. for different reasons. And I'll have to do some research at, like, for different ingredients. But I feel like we could make one that also tastes good. Yeah, that sounds really good. That sounds right. like a really good idea. That'll be our challenge for next time. All yeah. right, I think we are past our 15 minutes, so are you ready to take these off yeah. and see how glowing our faces feel? Can't wait. All right, we'll be right back. All righty, so we are back. Uh, how does your face feel? Very 
what was it? Illuminated. Illuminated. I'm illuminated. You are truly glowing. I feel like I am. It might also be because the AC's <laughs> off and it's like... Yeah. I was going to say, we've had a couple of cocktails. It's really so. warm in here. Yeah. So, Janae, before we mm-hmm. sign off, I wanted to ask you, do you have any parting wisdom, any last things that you would, you know, advice you would give to either, you know, your former self having just arrived in Taiwan or anyone else who's either thinking about moving here or just wants to know more about it? I'd say always try the food that you get given as mm-hmm. gifts because even though some of it is a bit weird like I've gotten tea eggs which I'm not a big fan of tea eggs and I've gotten these like fermented duck's eggs that come mm. like a jelly thing yeah. and I've gotten custard apples that's the first time I tried a custard apple they're good right they're so good it looks so intimidating because it's this weird lumpy green thing mm-hmm. but once you try it it's delicious it's so it tastes like ice cream it does so I would say always try the food or the gifts that you get and if you don't like it pass it on yeah yeah that's, that's great advice this isn't usually given as a gift but on a similar note stinky tofu um, I love it. I'm gonna <laughs> Not pass on that one. I feel like you're either a fan of stinky cheese mm. or a fan of stinky tofu. Okay. And I have a lot of love for stinky cheese. Okay. So I'm just gonna stick to that. There's only so many stinky things you can yeah, hold yeah, in your heart. Pretty I can much. respect that. Yeah. I, I, I'm embarrassed at how long it took me to finally try stinky tofu because I used to live above a stinky tofu place and it would just waft into my apartment at my old place. And I was like, yeah, no. And I'd walk by it, and apparently that place is really famous, and I never tried it from there. And then it wasn't until I had moved somewhere else that I finally tried it from a different location, and it was delicious. It's, oh, I love it. I well, love it. Stinky tofu needs its love. It I does. know a lot of people enjoy it. So. At, at least try it. Yeah. At least try it. Like you said, try what you're given. Exactly. You never know. You never know if you're going to end up loving it. Yeah. We were just talking about those fruit flies, and there's one. Uh-oh. Oh. All right, well, geckos will get them. Yeah, I love the geckos. All right, well, that must be my cue to go clean my kitchen. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us on Saving Face today, Janae. It was so much fun. Thank you so I much. I can't wait to have you back, and hopefully next time we'll get the video part That'll figured be, out. And we can do the messy mango. And we can do the mango, and it'll be perfect, and everyone can see just how beautiful we are. There you go. Okay, well, thank you, Janae. Goodbye. Wow, what an amazing episode. Thank you again, Janae, for being such an awesome guest. If you are one of our, I think it's up to nine listeners now, we're really taking off here, guys, Um, and you have questions that you want to send in to ask our next guests on the next episodes, please send them in. We are on Instagram at Saving Face the Podcast, or you can send me an email at savingfacethepodcast at gmail.com. Um, If you are already an expat living in Asia or if you think you might be a good fit to be a guest on our show, you can also contact me on those places and we'll get you set up. Uh, Otherwise, have a great day and I need to think of a better way to end these episodes. So if you think of anything, you know where to find me. without the microphone plugged into the computer.